You're listening to The Science of Superpowers with Tonya Dawn Reclar. Listen here, read the book, and dive into the experience. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Science of Superpowers. I am so excited to have back on the show Irvin Laszlo. This gentleman is by far one of my favorite guests. He was on um, a, a while ago, a couple of years ago, on, and we talked about can spirituality save us all. And he's such a pioneer in in the uplifting of humanity, of the of the encouraging, right? Of of just reminding all of us of what's possible. And his book is being released again, The Upshift: Wiser Living on Planet Earth, which is. Um, yeah, I mean, and he, you, we'll, we'll get to talking to him, and he just sees everything so clearly, and from that place of of a real um, confidence that that we can do this, right? And so we're going to be talking all about where we go from here, right? I know so many of you are asking, okay, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? And so many of us are going, we got to move, we got to move, we got to move, right? And it's like, well, how do we move, and how do we how do we capitalize? on the situation as it sits right now. And, and that may seem like a weird thing to think about because people are hurting and the bad things are happening, right? That's what our avatars want to tell us, right? Like, but the world really sucks, Tonya. How can we go forward from here? There, there is light, right? There, we're seeing enormous signs of change and opportunity. Um, and it's, it's a balancing act because we also have to be willing to look at and move through what we're all facing in our very real actualized existences, right? That's the, that's the delicate balancing act that we're in the middle of. But even though we see things in front of us that we may not prefer, that's not a reason to, to lower the bar, right? It's not a reason to lose the vision. It's not a reason to lose hope or faith that should inspire more hope and faith, right? Like, like, no, darn it. Like, I know we can do better than this. And so, so please join me in welcoming back on the show, Irvin Laszlo, who is such a bright light in this movement. And we're so happy to have him back on. Irvin, thank you for joining us again. Okay. It's delightful to be with you again. <laughs> people who follow you. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, we're going to jump right in. And so talk to us about this journey with, with this material and with this book and this movement, really the upshift kind of movement idea of, 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 you know, in our world, we say our religion is uplifting humanity. So how, 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 how has this been going for you? And what are you seeing that's so different now? Um, after we're, you know, kind of through the last couple of years? Well, everything is different. So let's <laughs> talk about this as The, in the, in the sense of everything being different. So what, so, so as I talk about there, the reason or how I see it is, is sort of the infrastructures, right? We we're seeing all of the, the fissures and the cracks and the, and the things that can be revamped um, and reimagined at this point in time. Are there certain areas that, that you're focusing on or is yours kind of a big overarching kind of viewpoint of how we do this across the board? Well, the overarching viewpoint has a lot of detail in it, it has to be. How do we do it? Because mm-hmm. we need a vision. We need a vision of, of where we are and where we want to go. And that's an overarching vision. And then we have to spell out how do we do it? You know, how can we do it? Beautiful. Beautiful. So talk to us a little bit about the book and, and the inspiration for it and where how you're holding it now. Well, you know, I've written now dozens of books. 
uh, on this topic. I've altogether written 106 different books appearing in 24 languages, but this this topic is, is has been something that accompanied me the last several years. And wrote, for example, published The Dawn of a New Era of Well-Being a couple of months ago. And this book I have uh, published with a subtitle, as you said yourself, Wiser Ways of Living on Earth. The new subtitle, because I've been rewriting and, uh, and honing this book so that it makes more sense and more, and more clear for everybody. The new subtitle is The Path to Healing and Evolution on Planet Earth. Mm. I want to highlight this, this notion of healing and evolution. Obviously, we have to overcome the tremendous damages, the hurt that we have suffered on, in the ecology, in, in, in the pandemic, now with war and aggression, uh, with climate change, uh, with, the, with the refugee crisis and poverty and destitution, <clears throat> and economic crisis also. I mean, we have, we have got to heal that. We have got to come to an understanding that new conditions, we have to need new thinking. But that's not enough just to understand the past. That is the first step. We also need to look forward and to give, to go forward. Mm. And what I call, you know, I'm an evolutionary system scientist. Uh, I, for me, that's evolution. Evolution, mm. not just limited to biology, to, to organisms, uh, the species of organisms, not just Darwin. Evolution is what has happened in the universe since the Big Bang, 13.7 billion years ago. Things have started to move, and they have started from total chaos, from randomness, from, from no, no sense and no stability, no, 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 nothing that we can code and replace and understand after the Big Bang. And gradually, first quite rapidly actually, Atoms and particles emerged, fusing into atoms, atoms into molecules, molecules, macromolecules. And then in the course of time, life appeared in mind. So this is a process that is going, has been going on and it's not finished. We are in the midst of it. This universe is evolving. Life on Earth is evolving. And as we know how it evolves, we can align with it, we can go with it. If we ignore it, that's at our own risk. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's an understatement. Much, we have very much ignored it, actually. We have lived irresponsibly. So mm -hmm. we need more responsible living, more responsible thinking. And I founded this research institute called the Laszlo Institute for New Paradigm Research, which is all dedicated to researching the kind, the new paradigm, the new way of thinking. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, beautiful. I love it. it we're, you're certainly uh, speaking our language here. There's the, um, you know, kind of holding, being able to hold the both and of, of the vision moving forward, as well as the reimagining of what's happened and, and really looking at that, right? It's no different than the journey that each of us goes on individually as we evolve through the different layers and levels of our own awareness. Um, we get to see that played out in a global stage right now. And, and it's painful for some, really, because it's shocking to think that um, perhaps the lens that they've been looking through wasn't the only one and that, and that there was a wider scope um, and that that can always be very disruptive. Um, so, folks, we're going to take a quick break here. You can find out more about Irvin at IrvinLazlaBooks.com. We'll have a link for you there on the 
um, on the episode page and make sure you're going over to superpowerexperts.com because with all of the changes and the shifts and everything else, being susceptible to those energetic waves and those vibrational undertones, it, it can be difficult to navigate. Make sure that you've got your centering technique. Of course, we have SIFA over in our place where you activate your creative energy field. You can hold it. You can resource it. it, it it's a, that place of center and calm so you can act more responsibly so that you can come from your own guidance. And so check that out over there and stay tuned because we will be right back after the break to talk more about where we go from here. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. If you're ready to transform yourself and transform the world through podcasting, we invite you to join us. We co-create a non-competitive, collaborative environment designed to support you as you step into your greatness. Go now to superpowerexperts.com and click on the programs tab to get started today. Awesome. We're back. You're listening to the Science of Superpowers. We're talking all about where we go from here with Irvin Laszlo and his book, The Upshift. And before the break, we, you know, I love what you were saying, Irvin, about the um, the responsibility piece. I think, you know, when in retrospect, as I look at, you know, how our kind of paradigm has developed over here in the superpower space with the success of the network and the programs and everything and, and how what really was underlying that. And I kind of have to giggle a little bit because my husband and I are both former military, former government, you know, and the, uh, you know, I, I was also an academician. And so it's like there's this underlying sort of discipline that we got programmed with that um, has really served us very well as we've learned to navigate this chaos and the different um, energetics and the, and the shifts that are happening. Um, and, and then we notice, especially in our clients, that that's, that is one of the areas that, that is challenging for folks right now is if you don't have that kind of internal discipline or that, that lens of responsibility, it's hard to see how you move forward from this place. So I love that you're talking about the responsibility factor. How can, um, how are you advising folks in terms of each one of us at an individual level? What can we do in order to act more responsibly in these um, kind of global matters? That is actually the key question, yes. My new book is addressing that. It has three parts, you know. The first part sets the stage, where are we today and where could we be going? The whole second part is what you can do, you the reader, the listener can do about bringing us forward. And the last part is a vision. Can we envisage a society, mm -hmm. a, a culture, a civilization that is sustainable, that doesn't kill people in the name of war or patriotism or anything else, that can live peacefully together? Mm -hmm. So these are these three basic elements that, that I'm addressing and I have been addressing for some time. But now it's, you know, it's a very curious factor. Things that I've been writing since the year 2000, more or less, especially then around 2012, always in the future tense. Things are coming. Things are going to happen like that. And things are now happening. Now we are mm -hmm. no longer talking about the future. Now we are in the midst of this change, of this mm -hmm. transformation, you know. And yeah. it's very, very exciting. I'm, I'm, I'm even shocked <laughs> by what, how things are happening that fast. It's, it's amazing. It's like, it, it is different. I remember um, back in, you know, I, <clears throat> I got started in the whole uh, race relations world um, back in the mid-90s. 
when I was hired to teach certain um, like intergroup relations, like how do we get along, right? How do we communicate together? How do we, how do we mitigate difference, right? How do we love each other and, and, and cooperate together, even when we don't agree in our thoughts, right? Or even when emotions come up, right? That, that this is stuff that I've been in for a long time. And, um, and then in the intelligence realm and everything else, just understanding those human dynamics and this is different. I, I, it, it, I, I keep kind of scratching my head. I'm like, something is very different. And the best way I can describe it energetically is like, I don't think this cat's going back in the bag. Like, I don't think we're putting all of this genie back in the bottle. Like, I think that it, it's, it broke open and, and, you know, we can see where that happened and the signs and, and sort of where the disruptions occurred. But I agree with you. I think that this is, this is different. Um, <clears throat> and, and it. And that to me says that it's an opportunity. Um, and, and so looking for the light in it, looking for what what are we being shown here? What what's the invitation? And in our world, the way it's coming through is is we choose, right? Collectively, we all get to choose what kind of world we create together from here. And and I do believe that we're sitting at a kind of all of us or none of us sort of scenario. <laughs> you know, I'm not an apocalyptic predictor or anything like that, but I think the signs are pretty evident that, that we should probably take some accountability, um, you know, or, or we'll, we, we are setting ourselves on, on a course of continued chaos and disruption is, is sort of the vantage point I have. Are you seeing it differently? Oh, exactly. That's why I call it the upshift. Because there is also such a thing as a downshift. <laughs> and which way we go, we can't stay the way we are. That's clear. You know, that has now become a very much of an unsustainable world and unsustainable situation. Mm-hmm. It either moves forward or it dies back, as it were. It wouldn't be unusual, you know. 80% of the highest species of, of life on Earth have disappeared since they initially came, came to emerge. And so humanity could also disappear, could, could, could expire. But we I don't think we will, because mm-hmm. we have something which the other species don't have, or not to that extent. I think we all have consciousness. I think it's a universal factory. But mm-hmm. not that level that the human being has. We have a consciousness that enables us to sit back for a moment and say, what are, who are we? What are we doing? Where are we going? Mm-hmm. These well, are the and that eventually will, 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 will move us forward. We have to ask them. That's right. Well, and, and who do we want to be, right? I mean, it, it was, and, and we. what's fascinating is my marching orders were awaken millions, bring everyone into the same conversation and get everyone to work together. Very clearly, divinely guided. I argued and, and, and fought against them, but those were that, that's what they were. And when I finally accepted that and sort of stepped into it, you know, this whole world opened up and all of the, the forging and the, 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 uh, all of the, my ways that had to be kind of revamped got to come forward. And I got a chance to look at those and make a different choice. And in that process, um, it, it aligned in with, with what we're seeing. Right. And so we started to seeing proof back from the projection is what we call it of, um, readiness. Right. And so, so for instance, like the network started in 2016, and the guidance was to, you know, broadcast out these messages, right, of, of these higher frequencies, sort of um, envisioning what's possible sort of messages. And similar to what you were giving voice to, it was this kind of do this now in preparation for something coming. 
And, and so I was like, okay, cool, we'll do that. And then when it, the network went over 5 million downloads in one month, we knew that the world was right. Like people are ready for a different kind of message and not, and everybody's sort of saying the same thing of, of this is what we want. Like we want deeper connection. We want more authenticity. We want to be accepted and loved for who we are. But then if we look at our behaviors, right, we're, we're not doing that. And, and then where people go to is, well, we don't know what to do. What do we do? And then you've got this whole group of people. And I know, cause I've been interviewing you all since 2016, who we do know what to do. We know exactly what to do. Most kindergartners know what to do. And it's just mm-hmm. be nice to each other, right? They connect, talk. And so it's fascinating. And I'm out, out education from the snowing. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm curious been, if you've been if telling, you, telling us that it's, this is a, a random world. This is a, 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 it's a jungle out there and anything goes as long as it makes money or gets power, et cetera. And we are forgetting what I have in my, my colleagues call a divine spark, what you call also, I think, a divine basic knowledge. I think we have that guidance in us. I feel it. Yeah, and I actually, oh, I, I, I write it. I, I talk about it. <laughs> and it doesn't come from a purely rational mind. It's, it's more than I am that I knowingly, you know. That's because right. We are now at a point where we need to listen to our deeper selves, you know. Yes. And that yes, and- self is, is there in you and in me and in everybody. So I, I think mm. it's just a, a, a question for a moment, not going forward with the past ideas, recognize that we have got to a tipping point, a point of change, mm-hmm. and that change where we go. It's mm-hmm. not out there. It's written in us. It's written in that deeper guidance that all life on Earth, all life on the, in the universe has that guidance. Otherwise, if it was random, it wouldn't be here. And that we know in science. That, well, and what's so fascinating is that the human experience in that is that those two worlds don't meet up except through us. And I think that's what really throws people off is you've got the the um, material existence that you're right. We have all kinds of messaging and programming around. It actually operates quite differently than than we than we think. Um, and we do see that and we do understand it when we're willing to tap into that space that you're speaking to. We know things, we're taught things, we, we're guided to, to learn and discover things in really beautiful ways um, in accordance with divine design. When we look at the world through the lenses that you were speaking to, we can't reconcile those two locations. Like they're totally different. But what we can learn to do is through us is to bridge those worlds. And we can bring that light through us into the material existence. And when we do that, everything changes. When we light it up, it looks different. When you light your own eyes up, it you see things differently. You see people differently. Um, and so one of the practices that we do in our world is we encourage people to, to, you know, when you go to interact with people, soften your hearts, put a smile on your face and light up your eyes. And it's an invitation for others to meet you in love. And if they accept the invitation, you, you get to have a miraculous experience together. Um, if yeah. they don't, then, then you, you get to have a miraculous experience and, and, and you move on, right? Like there's, there, no one can take that away from you. And so what are some tips you, you're offering to people of you know, how to step into You know what Einstein it? said, speaking of what you are just said, Einstein said at one point, there are two ways to live your life, as if everything is a miracle or as if nothing is. <laughs> you know, and I think what you're coming to understand, especially by the new sciences, the quantum mm-hmm. sciences, quantum physics and quantum biology, quantum psychology, 
even quantum cosmology. You know, we are understanding that this is a remarkable universe. It's a quasi-living mm -hmm. universe, it's a miraculous universe. And we are very much a part of it. We are just as much a part of it as, as, as another galaxy mm. or as a, as a single-celled organism floating around someplace in a, in a solution. We are truly a living and evolving entity. And mm -hmm. this is built in us. And if we can catch this, we can recognize this, we allow it to, for, to, to surface in our mind, then we will start acting differently. As Just as you say, we act collaboratively because what is deeply ingrained in us is this oneness, is mm -hmm. this belonging together. In this mm -hmm. new sciences, we call it non-local connection. Mm. It being together in such a way which is above normal space, space and time. We are instantly connected at the deepest level, at the mm. Akashic field. I wrote also a couple of books on that. But you know, this, this connection is so true. It's coming through with experimental science. It's not just imagination. It used to be poetry. It used to be, it used to be uh, uh, spirituality, perhaps, in the sense of, of just ex exploratory uh, ideals. It's now coming through at the deepest level of the new sciences. We are connected, non-locally, instantly. What I'm doing affects you, not just by mm -hmm. pushing and pulling, and not even just by talking, just by thinking it. Just that's by being right. what I am, it makes you what you are. That's right. And I think that's why we were guided to encourage people to utilize their superpowers is sort of is the phraseology we use, because when people start realizing themselves beyond the physical, beyond what they've previously known themselves as, they they open up to all of this, right? They discover it for themselves. And that connection, it's so rich. It's it, The experience in it is so much greater than what the superficial, you know, unidimensional world concept has to offer us that, that you find yourself just seeking it, right? Just constantly looking for it. I mean, I'll just sit and watch nature for like hours. And what I learn in that process is like, it's unbelievable the richness of the experience compared to when you know, we, we, we distract ourselves, you know, or when we, when we feel like we need to be overstimulated it. And so there's an art to this because being in the world, but not of it, that that's a dance and it, and it takes practice. To be part of it, part of it. And not just mm -hmm. living on top of nature or separate from nature, living in it. You know, the Japanese have now this rediscovered an old practice that I'm not sure, sure you know, which they call it the forest basing. You know, going into the forest, not jumping into water, just being in the forest and opening up and mm -hmm. feeling the rustle of the, of the wind through the trees, mm -hmm. feeling, uh, seeing the moving of the clouds above, the chirping of the birds, etc. Just um, immersing yourself in nature. The mm -hmm. message is the same. The message is always, you and I, we are one. And when we recognize this, then we are connected on a deeper and higher level which is what is expressed by young people, but for all of us who have been mature individuals, expressed mm -hmm. as love, which is mm -hmm. the most important four-letter word in this language. That's and exactly that, right. You know, that is the new, the new science, you know, is what you call the super science. It's so amazing. And, it's, and, and that came through here recently was that that is our mission, is, is love. And it's a frequency. It's a place we can be together. It's how we can feel about each other. It's what we think about each other. It's what we know 
about ourselves and how we connect in with each other. It's a really beautiful journey to go on folks. Um, and, and, and I encourage it because there's, you, you know, at least from our vantage point, like we're not going back like this. If you're sitting around holding your breath, thinking that things are going to be as they were, I think you're going to be disappointed. Like you're far better off asking what's forward and, and what do we want and where do we want to invest our creative energy? Um, you know, where are we feeding the fear when it creates a world we don't want? You know, if, 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 if it's not getting you the results you want, stop doing it. Right. If, if complaining about things doesn't make a loving world, then then maybe we should stop complaining about things. The greatest motion, the greatest movement, the greatest, most effective whip, as it were, is crisis. We have not <laughs> it, you know. Crisis is not just uh, debilitating something that that is, that shakes everything up, and we don't know where to go in a random way. Crisis is what opens up people, what awakens people. And it can be awakens people to what they themselves are. This mm -hmm. is what I'm saying. So I'm saying crisis is a very positive factor. What you've got to avoid, try to overcome, is the sacrifice that it calls for. Mm. Sacrificing human lives in suffering, you know, in well-being. But every yeah. crisis that comes our way is an opportunity. I think you use that term yourself, and I love that. Mm -hmm. It's an opportunity to change, to go to the next level. Evolution moves forward, not little by little and step by step, as we used to think even in the 19th century biology. Evolution moves forward by leaps and bounds, leaps and bounds. It's so amazing. I love being able to watch it. Like to know this stuff, folks, is it's like playing the advanced courses here. Like you don't have to stop at the basic course. You get to keep going on. Like, you, you know, don't, don't believe what the world tells you about yourself don't believe that you're limited and it's like really truly think for yourself right and and so you've heard you know urban's invitation is is peace find calm get, get centered spend time in nature right make sure that you're being in spaces and i'm going to add another one on to to those of you who've been doing that and and i'm going to say now train yourself and how to bring that into the world. One of you know, you've heard me say before. Like I, I challenge myself to meditate while I'm at the gym. I run through the SIFA process while I'm at the gym. I see how much light and love I can pour into a space that otherwise feels completely dead to me. It's like a bunch of robots, and right? no one's talking to each other, looking at each other, even acknowledging that human beings are present. It, when you light it up, like watch what happens. People come alive. Maybe not with you. But you can watch what happens. It just kind of you can you can impact the environment around you. And so, for those of you who who are practiced in this stuff, and you're asking what now? Now take it back to the world, right? It's great to go off into your retreats and to stand on the mountaintop and to to do your prayer circles, but bring it back to the world. Help where you can, light up where you can, and follow your own guidance. There's no greater responsible move, I think, right now as individuals that we can do. And then if you're able to lead, lead. If you're able to influence, influence, right? Have the conversations. Don't shy away from them. Invite people into them and train yourself so you can be even a better leader. Keep going. Um, so obviously, that's my little soapbox, Irvin. I, I went off there for a second. Um, what, how, what final words would you like to, um, to give our listeners in terms of... Uh, I've, I've given them marching orders. Maybe you should give them some hope. 
maybe you should be nicer in your in your final words. <laughs> I think exciting times, mm. interesting times. Sometimes the Chinese talked about interesting times when they had a, a periodic upheaval from one dynasty to another. Mm. But we live in a, a globally interesting time. And to live in this time is exciting. It's an opportunity. It's something that we can grasp, that we can move forward with. Because sustainability, in other words, is stability. And stability means resistance to change. We can't afford it today. I'm not saying we've got to be all unsustainable, but our world is unsustainable enough already, enough to move us forward. Because now we have a chance to say goodbye to those rigid habits, think patterns, life living patterns that we have been growing up with. Now we can move forward, finding new ways and the new paradigm is there. If you recognize that it is not imagination, it's in you, it's in the world, it's in the biosphere, it's in the universe. Not just poetry, not just spiritual saying, to science now. We are one with the universe and we are moving forward with the universe. If we manage not to, not to leave this stage of this planet, not to be, become expired, <laughs> if we manage to survive, which I think we do already, then I, I think, think so too. The orders, a new opportunity opens for us. And this is exciting, but I just want to say as, as, as a message, enjoy your opportunity. Mm -hmm. Open it, seize it, live with it. That's the super science, but the new system science, what I call the new paradigm. I love it. Well, I do too. I'm seeing the same thing you are, and I, I do see hope ahead. I know so many of you are working very diligently on, on all of this, and you all matter. Keep it up, uh, and we're going to make sure the world knows that that the that these things are happening, and that and that hope is is totally justifiable here. Um, as long as we all are able to imagine what's possible when we come together in love. Irvin, it's always a delight to have you on the show. I cannot thank you enough for your tireless efforts, um, teaching and, and speaking and, and just a real, real gem. And I appreciate you pioneering um, in these spaces. It means the world to us and, um, and, and we, we absolutely love you. So thank you for coming back on the show. Thank you for all the work you are doing. It's great. And I think these are the ideas that we need to present, to discuss, to put forward, because they resonate. They resonate with all open, awakened people. And mm. that's the way that we can go forward from inside out, not from top down, but from that's inside right. ourselves. That's right. Well, beautiful sentiment. And thank you all for listening. You've been listening to the Science of Superpowers. We were talking about where we go from here. Uh, make sure you go and check out Irvin's work. As you can tell, it is powerful and, and you would be um, extremely lucky to, to absorb that and, and integrate that. So go check out his stuff at IrvinLazlaBooks.com. We'll have a link there on the page. And if you want to be able to fortify yourself as you move through these chaotic times, make sure you go to SuperpowerExperts.com. If you've already been through the experience, you can go right to core one. Actually, if you have been living your experience, you may want to go ahead and sign up for core one and start getting that training and that process that allows you to do your work in the world. This is so important, folks. Don't hide from the world. We need you in the world, but we need you to stay lit up in the world. Let us help you do that so you can do what you're here to do. We are honored to walk beside you. 
We love you all. Love each other. Goodbye for now, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.